Hello, beautiful. You are listening to Stepping into the Light with me, Julia Treat, your host. Thank you so much for listening. I am grateful that you are taking the time to listen to me each day. For those of you that don't know me or are new to my podcast, just to give you a little bit of a background, I am a psychic medium and angel intuitive, clairvoyant, and I do have to say, if you can hear some little growling in the background, I'm not sure if you can hear that, my two puppies, my brand new puppies, Macy and Gracie, are wrestling. So, I am an author, I've written a book, and I'm working on my next book, I am a mentor and coach, I'm a manifesting coach, but also a spiritual coach, I have a lot of people who hook up with me, that want to open up to their abilities and enhance their abilities and learn to harness their abilities. So I have a lot of a lot of things that I put out into the world, including this podcast. So thanks again for listening. Um, for those of you that have not hopped on over to my website yet, it is juliatreat.com. And you can find out a whole lot more about me there and everything that I do. So, the title of this podcast, Calling All Angels. I love that song. But this is a phrase that I use often. And I don't do it in um, urgency or in desperation. I call the angels all the time. Calling on the angels. You can never call on them too much. They are not too busy. They are not, okay, you're not taking away from someone else that needs them. The angels are waiting eagerly for your direction, for your request. They're also waiting for you to do your part. I know a lot of people out there, maybe some of you listening right now, that when we hop onto a reading or a healing session, it will come through that the angels and the universe is doing their part, but... We're not doing ours here. So we call on the angels and we are calling on them always. Call on the angels always for everything. And then do your part energetically. Move your feet. Move forward somehow. (laughs) Get out of your comfort zone. Oh my gosh, my two girls are running around like crazy. So I hope it's not disrupting. Um, But they're having fun. So I'm just letting them go. Call on the angels. I called on the angels for my recent hairdo, my recent color change. I have been like a burgundy red dark for a while now. And I was ready for a change, plus the fact that I'm turning 50 very soon and um, in July. And my wisdom locks are starting to show through, those gray hairs. Um, it's just it's getting to be too much of a... It's just a hassle, and I call it my natural halo starts coming through right around my face. But it's more than that. It wasn't even just that. I was ready for a change. I'd kind of gotten stuck, even in my hair, the hair color. So I went into this amazing place and told them, do what you want to do. Let's see what happens. And I am now very light blonde, and it will be actually lighter with the next um, appointment. But I called in the angels even to help with the hair color. I said, angels, help this turn out wonderfully, beautifully, make it easy. And I kid you not, because I call on the angels, 
my hair lifted to a higher, I don't know what the right term would be, to a lighter shade of blonde uh, than he has ever, ever seen a client lift to. And in fact, people that work there for him would come by, you know, different hairdressers or hairstyles. I don't know what they're called these days, but they would come by and they were in shock at how my hair had lifted in it. I mean, I've gotten so many compliments just on the color. It is blonde. And I went from a very dark burgundy mahogany kind of color in one sitting. So the angels even help with that. They help with everything. I asked the angels to help my dogs become acclimated to one another because they were from different places. They were not from the same litter, but they, I asked the angels to please help with that. And they did. And they get along wonderfully. I send the angels ahead of me into events, situations, courses I'm teaching. I mean, you name it. They are going ahead of me in front of my day. Okay, so hold on, Miss Gracie. Gracie, come here, Gracie, come. I'm going to have to pause this because she's barking at a water bowl. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay, I am back. I um, We have family in. It's a lot of fun. We have a lot of people and a lot of puppies. We have another puppy staying with us that's just a few months old. And uh, Gracie was just barking at her water bowl because it was different. <laughs> So the angels calling them in for everything. When my car, if I have to take my car in for any kind of work, I call the angels in, making it easy, easy, effortlessly. You know, I want everything to be easy and turn out beautifully. Um, so the angels, you can call them in to be around your children, your grandchildren, your significant other, your lover, your parents, your grandparents. Call them in and always call them in to surround you too. Don't to give them away because they can be with all of us at the same time. There are no like limits in the angelic realm. You know, in that realm, the angelic realm, that's the realm we're from. That's where we're created from. So our soul knows all about unlimited possibilities. It remembers but it's our brain, our ego, our mind, it gets in the way. We start those, you know, those limiting beliefs, those stories that we start hearing very young. Whether it's on television or we hear our parents talking about things, whether it's, you know, money issues or we have to cut back or budget or hearing about, you know, maybe it's a heart condition that runs in the family, you know, quote unquote runs in the family. What do you think that does energetically in your body? If you take on that story then I'm just going to say the chances of you becoming whatever that family thing is, is much higher than if you decide this is not my story. There's no way that's, that's, there's no way that's my story. So we are these unlimited, amazing, beautiful beings that can achieve anything, that can do anything, and yet the first no or the first time something doesn't turn out, we start that, that reel in our head that saying, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I was wrong and this isn't my calling. This isn't working out, so I must not be doing something right. I spoke with a woman the other day who came for a reading, and she actually came to my home because she lived nearby. And it came up in her reading that 
she had conditional faith. Now, I'd never used that term before. <laughs> and I said, wow, they're saying that you, not wow. I mean, I said, You're, you have conditional faith. And I knew what that meant. It is a kind of faith that people have where I believe and I pray and I ask for things and I trust, but I'm scared shitless to take this little jump or even this step to this new space. And I have faith, I have faith, yet I live in fear every single day. That's not faith, my friend. <laughs> That's not faith. Faith is doing it, taking the leap, taking the jump, doing the opposite of what I usually would. It's, it's jumping out of your comfort zone and letting God be your net. And when I say God be your net, you know what I It's God, it's universe, it's your team. Let God be your net. So I call the angels in all the time for everything, and I jump. I jump, I jump, I jump. My friend said uh, one day, one of my friends, Kimberly, she said, Jules, I just, like, I look up to you so much because you just throw on your cape and you just leap all the time. And I told her, I said, it's not because I'm not scared. <laughs> I have been scared before and jumped. But I remind myself how it always turns out somehow, you know, Maybe not the way that I thought it was going to, but I learned a whole hell of a lot about myself during that time. It was part of my transformation. Now, when I say that, oh, what was it? I'm trying to think what I saw. I saw on Facebook. Where was it? Someone posted about, like, the more traumatic or difficult the experience, the bigger the payoff is going to be. They, they finally realized that, and I was like, holy moly, I would never tell myself that story. I would never take that on as tr truth. Because I do not believe that that's truth. Absolutely not. Well, I mean, it's their truth. Okay, if you want to look at it that way. So it is their truth. It's true for them. And so I'm sure they have had a lot of um, ups and downs and, and tough roads, you know, quote-unquote tough roads that they had to go down. Because they believe that somehow the payoff is much bigger and better the worse off they are bef right before that happens. So I wonder if that's some of you. Think about it. Do you have that belief system? That, oh, what I'm going through, it must be one hell of a payoff because this is tough and it's going to be big whenever this is over. Because that, to me, energetically is saying I expect a lot more of this bad stuff, this bad shit, so that I can have this big payoff. No way. I'm sure you can think of a few people that have had major, you know, led this life of abundance in all areas of their life and they didn't have this this um you know multiple rock bottoms they had to hit to get there it's not because they were born under a, a lucky sign you know on their horoscope or a lucky star or born under privilege we're all born under privilege god's privilege and it's about time we realize it it's about time you realize that we are destined for amazing every single day. It is our birthright. I am. I promise you, promise you, promise you, it has to do with your feeling of worthy. Whether or not you are calling in what you are wanting to call in. It has to do with your feeling of worthiness. So, let's dig deep. Let's get that, those bullshit stories out of us. What is it? Why do I, what is keeping me from this? Or why do I not feel worthy of this? 
whether it's money or your health or love? What is it about this that I do not feel worthy of having? I get so many people, I, I kid you not, I'm like, you don't feel worthy of love, so how can your partner show up? Like, oh, yes, I do. I feel worthy of it, and I expect it. And then I'll go, hmm, well, the angels are showing me your armor around your heart that you've placed there because of past pain, because of that guy or that girl that hurt you, or you feel they took something from you, or perhaps you even feel like you've hurt others, and so you have the armor up so that you don't hurt anyone else. And man, when I love it when the angels come through with stuff like that because people, it stops people dead in their tracks. You can see them stare at me and just look at me like, oh my God, you're right. You just hit the nail on the head. Who have I been kidding? And I said, well, you've been kidding yourself. <laughs> but now we're going to get real. Now we're going to get real. So what are you not worthy of or why are you not worthy of it? What's happening? I was thinking about it, you know, when I got sick with Lyme disease, which was many years ago. I've been free of Lyme symptoms for, I've been free of Lyme for, it's three years now. I had it for eight years before that. And I was full blown. Like I had it five years before it was even diagnosed. Thank God for my naturopath who found it for me. But when I did the deep diving work, because people ask me all the time, how did you heal yourself? Because I healed myself without medication. So... I did mainstream medicine for a year for Lyme, and it was triple the amount of antibiotics that they usually give for anything. So it's heavy doses of antibiotics, and they switch it. They have to change it every so often, every several weeks or every couple months. I can't remember because the spirochetes, the Lyme spirochetes are so intelligent that they actually will sense that you are taking that antibiotic, and they put like this bubble around themselves so they can't be killed. They are so stinking smart. So the Lyme little buggers in there, they're called spirochetes, and they look like little worms in your blood. It's crazy looking. Um, but so they, I was on mainstream medicine for a year, and then I did natural medicine for another year. And the longest I, was, I ever was symptom-free, completely symptom-free, I swear, was 10 days. So I might go 10 days. And then all of a sudden, here they come again. And you get that hope every time, like, oh, good, feeling better. I hope, you know, maybe I can make it past 10 days now. I'm so excited. And then, boom, it hit me, and down I'd go again. So I decided, because I had decided all along that this was not going to be my story. I was not going to be sick. I was beating this, whatever it was, even before I knew it was Lyme. I'm beating this. There's no way this is going to be my life. So when I was asking God and the angels, you know, call the angels in, I was saying, angels, please. I was asking them to heal me, but I was also asking them to show me what I needed to heal. Like what was it, what was happening inside of me that was keeping me sick or allowing me to be sick? I mean, because I'm going to be real here. If you have an illness where your body's attacking itself, which is really what Lyme is doing, any kind of autoimmune disease, you got something inside of you that is keeping you sick. That's you attacking yourself. Seriously. So when I ask for guidance, angels, please show me. What is it I need to heal? What do I need to heal so that my body knows what to do? Because your body knows what to do. It knows how to heal itself. We just have to get that, that vibrational energy, that lower vibration of I'm not worthy, out of there so that it can heal. So 
I started getting the guidance. You know, I would meditate with the angels and they, I don't know that I would actually hear their voice, but it would be things like, why don't you love yourself? Why do you beat yourself up? Why are you so hard on yourself? And I, it was like, that's all, that was my life. Every single day I was so hard on myself. I beat myself up. I would cut myself down. I would tear myself apart for what I'd done to other people. So because of the time that I got Lyme disease was the time that my ex-husband um, went to the he went to Afghanistan. He signed up after 9-11 happened. And something he needed to do, I did not want him to do it, and I pleaded with him. But he needed to do it for his own reasons. And I know that we all have our own journey, and we need to take care of those journeys and, and you know, finish stuff, complete stuff, whatever it is. So when he left... Then I started, you know, the first year, I don't know. It, it was good for a while. And then I started this spiral downward um, of, you know, he chose that over me. Like this stupid, stupid stories that I was telling myself. So I started really that negative self-talk, which then led to me having an affair. And let me tell you, that's when, and um, being real again is a beautiful man that I have the affair with, a, a beautiful soul. But for me to do that, um, I didn't realize how much it was going to affect me on the inside that I was doing that. And so that was when, about the time that I got sick. So I have no doubt it had to do with the self-loathing inside that I was hurting people. I mean, I was also hurting, but I was also, I was hurting people. I was hurting others. So I was hurting the person I'm having the affair with because I'm not fully present there and I'm hurting my husband at the time tremendously. And he did end up finding out, which devastated me even more, which just made me hate myself even more. So I'd go about my day and work, you know, I was a speech pathologist at the time, um, you know, working full time as that. And I'd smile on my face and doing my job, but I hated myself for what I had become. So that's what I'm talking about, the unworthiness that resides inside of us for doing something. It doesn't have to be what I did. I can't be that severe. I guess I call that severe. I mean, before that, there were so many years of hating myself because I had had an abortion. So I beat myself up for that for over 20 years. So these things that I did that I felt a true hatred for myself allowed me to get very, very ill. And so I had to do a lot of forgiveness work with myself, with the angels. So see, I called the angels in. I said, show me what I need to heal. And they began to show me the story of my life, how things, and it was simple as, we loved you the moment you did that. We loved you the moment you had your abortion. We loved you the moment you had your affair. We never stopped loving you. We've never been judging you. God's never been judging you. We've always been saying, Julia, please love yourself. So maybe it's time for you to call your angels in and ask them to show you, help you find the truth. What resides within you that's keeping you stuck, whether it's your health, your money, your love, whatever it is. Did you ever make a mistake, what you think was a mistake with money? Or, you know, I heard from someone the other day that said they felt so guilty for putting their family in debt. Well, it's time to heal that guilt so that you can be reaping the rewards that heaven has for you. It's time to be abundant. 
All right, so let's see what our message is. Um, I am going to pull from my angel therapy deck. Angel therapy, yeah. So funny, I looked at my healing with the angels deck, but angel therapy was the one that popped out. So we're going to use this deck. I'm going to shuffle. I'm going to see what our message is. Our message is for for today and for the week coming up. And remember, whenever you listen to this message, it's exactly when you're supposed to get it. That's how it all works. It's beautiful and magical that way. So shuffling until I feel it's time to stop. Do do do. <laughs> I'll hum for you or sing. Woo. Okay. So this is interesting. So here is the card. It is shield yourself. So this is an important card that we need to remember to shield ourselves with that big bubble of light. I usually imagine um, Archangel Michael's purple light going around and around and around me. We need to protect ourselves from harsh or fear-based energies by envisioning a cocoon of healing light surrounding us. So as you do your healing work and you're getting rid of these unworthy notions that you have within you, right? We're, we're healing our stuff. I'm taking this message on as we need to shield ourselves, put those bubbles around us because the world may not, you know, may remind us of what we did before. So it might bring up reminders or we might run into people who were part of those memories or those, those situations that we're healing ourselves from. Or something might come up as a trigger in reminding you of those limiting beliefs, you know, those things that you hold within you that are keeping you into that um, unworthiness. So shield yourself. Ask the angels to surround you with buckets of light. Just buckets and buckets of light. Just keep surrounding you, helping you heal, helping you, you know, calling them in for everything. Calling all angels. Help me heal. Help me forgive, including myself. Help me let go. And remember, if you haven't listened to my podcast, the power of, I think it's called the power of forgiveness, that we need to forgive those who we feel have hurt us, no matter, I mean, honestly, we do, because it is not affecting them whatsoever. It is only, only affecting you and keeping you at a lower vibration. And we want to get, we want to stop that nonsense. Just forgive and let go and let's move on. Let's move into this beautiful life that's waiting to just unfold for us. Let's stop all the old crap. Let's heal ourselves. Let's let ourselves off the hook. Shield yourself, remember. Shield me with that light, angels. Shield me with that light as I let go of all of that BS, all of those lies I've been telling myself for far too long. You are so loved. And I am sending massive love to you right now. Thank you so much for listening. And if you get a moment, shoot me some stars and a review perhaps. I love to look at them and they make me giggle. They make my heart smile. And if you ever want to join me for my one of my programs spiritual boot camp is always one of that's one of my that's actually one of my most popular programs spiritual boot camp you can get into that now it's an it's a program that's running constantly and then you will hook up with me and the rest of your soul siblings in our private facebook group it's a lot of fun it's a wonderful group to have by your side like we really support one another and i i am probably the most active in that group over any any other um group all right, I love you all. Thanks again for listening. Namaste.